Hello, welcome to the Kapow Radio Show. This is your host, Paul Kapow. Today's scripture in awesomeness is going to be Revelation, the book of Revelation, chapter 11, verse 15. And this is what it states. This is what it reads. It says, and the seventh angel sounded and there were great voices in heaven saying the kingdoms of this world are become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ and he shall reign forever and ever. There's many kingdoms in the world, but there's only one kingdom of God and his Christ. So the many kingdoms of the world will be unified under one kingdom of Yahweh, the Father, our Creator Father, and His Messiah, Christ. I uh, recently, just a few hours ago, recently, was looking at a YouTube video of a gentleman that uh, used to come on quite a bit. Uh, many people would have labeled him a conspiratist, a conspiracy theory guy. But this particular gentleman was or is so much more than that. He actually has eyes to see and his eyes are peeled back and he sees the world for what it is. This matrix of a phony like system created by a false god that we refer to as Lucifer and the people that worship Lucifer and follow him as an antichrist, as a, as a beast system, everything anti-God. They're the minions of this fallen world, which perpetuate the, the evil and the wickedness. And, you know, ultimately our father, God's in control. He's still, Satan is still God's Satan. But as we are reminded over and over again, in the scriptures, we are to suffer uh, down here and be subject to persecution and oppression and things from the wicked as we work out our salvation and our sanctification in this probationary period. That doesn't make it go away, and that doesn't make it better, even though we hold on to our hope of the scriptures that at the consummation of the age, at the, the final return of Christ as, as judge and as king, that wickedness will be banished, all sin will be banished, and that we'll live in a kingdom of righteousness and mercy. All right. So as today I was listening to this conspiracy theorist that most people would say he's not a conspiracy theorist, but someone who sees the wicked world as it is and calls it out the way it is. And because he did that, he was banned and persecuted and removed from YouTube over and over and over again. He just keeps coming back with new channels and he has to reinvent himself. So he loses, 
you know, thousands of subscribers, if not hundreds of thousands of subscribers at a time. And he just keeps coming back, reinventing himself to get this message out. He just, this is a message that he has. He has his own website and stuff. And he just, he just exposes the evil for what it is. But the point that I got today is I, I listened to a video of his today. I watched a video and listened to him. But I read the comments, which I normally don't, but I read a lot of the comments. And what broke my heart is so many Christians were commenting on this uh, video that he put up. And they were saying, pray for me. Uh, this homeless situation and my unemployment uh, is really getting the best out of me. And I just don't know what's going to happen in life. Another writer said, I've been in a fog for the last three years. I just can't get out of this fog. Everything seems surreal to me. And I just can't get a hold of reality anymore. Uh, she was a Christian. Um, please pray for me. Other people were saying you know, that they just felt so dark and so all alone, so beat up. Over and over again, I'm reading Christians, you know, writing comments, asking for prayer or just stating the obvious in their lives. The deal is, is they're beat up. The deal is, is they feel defeated. They don't feel like they're reigning with Christ, certainly not physically. They don't feel like they're priests and kings in the world with Christ, certainly not physically. And maybe if you're strong enough to have enough faith, you can say, well, I, I'm reigning as, as kings and priests in a spiritual kingdom. And that could be the case but most of us just don't feel that. Okay. We can convince ourselves all day long that we're reigning spiritually, but we just, if we're honest, life just doesn't present itself that way. Now, when Jesus, our Messiah, was taken before Pilate, and he says, uh, so I hear you're a king. So if you're a king, you know, <laughs> You know, do something. And Jesus told me, he goes, if my kingdom was of this world, you know, my followers would come and rebel and we'd have a war right now. But my kingdom is not of this world. Okay. So that means whatever you want to call it, if you want to want to call it a spiritual kingdom, go ahead. But what we know factually, it's not here. And I agree with my conspiracy theorist brother at this place is not real. This is not the reality you were born into this matrix. It's, it's not real. It's a fallen world. The God of this world, the one that's calling the shots in the wicked evilness is Lucifer, the fallen angel and the principalities and powers under him. Okay. He has to get permission from Father God to do this stuff, but he does. And he, de he does get permission and he does this stuff. I was hoping in this dark time that 
that which we live, no matter what country you're listening to my voice from, most of the listeners are here in America, but I know I've got listeners in Brazil, in New Zealand, in the United Kingdom, and in Canada, and I've got listeners everywhere. You you know when you look at your governments, when you look at your leadership around you, when you look at the religious leaders in your your educational system and your your economy, when you look around you, you see a very dark world right now. And most of you, if you're like me at all, a lot of times feel hopeless. And you study the scriptures and you read and you're trying to stay afloat, man. But sometimes the reality isn't matching what you're reading in the Bible. Because it's crap out there, man. And it depends what's going on in your life right now. If you're like that one guy says, I'm homeless, I'm unemployed, I don't know what's going on. Or the gallo says, I've been in a fog for the last three years, man. It just, I'm out of it. You're lied to constantly. I, I mean, I used to laugh. I used to just open up my social media, Facebook news, you know, page and just read it and then laugh and go, oh my God, just lie after lie. But now it's, I can't even laugh anymore. It is so annoying. Constantly. They're destroying the human genome. And once the human leaves this planet and all humans will leave this planet, it's 100% guaranteed you are going to face death. Now, you can sit around all day long and hope that Jesus is going to return and rapture you. <laughs> but you know what? Thousands of people, hundreds, thousands, millions of people have hoped that the chances of you dying are 100%. The chances of you being raptured is what? I don't know. Our focus can't be an escape. Our focus has to be dealing with this life as we're supposed to be dealing with it while we're down here. And how do we do that? Well, I go back to that scripture. That may or may not be awesome. I don't know. But the seventh angel sounded. This is the seventh angel in Revelation. That means it's over. This is future when it's over, when the consummation of history is done with. There's great voices, and they say that all the kingdoms of, of this world, all the satanic, Luciferian governments in the United States and in Brazil and the United Kingdom and in New Zealand and in Japan and in China and in Afghanistan and on and on, all these kingdoms are going to become one kingdom under God and his Messiah and God and his Messiah. He shall then reign as sovereign forever and ever in Daniel. Daniel talks about the same thing in the book of Daniel about the son of man coming to the ancient of days 
and that kingdom when it's set up shall be forever and ever. So this is written to the audience 2,000 years ago to give them hope. And as we read it 2,000 years later, we should have hope. It's a, it's a confident expectation that this is going to happen. Not that we're going to get raptured and, and be escaped from this thing, as good as that sounds, but that the suffering and the persecution and the oppression under this Luciferian system will someday crumble and become one kingdom united under God where there's justice and mercy forever and ever. It's wishful thinking to the world, but we have prophetic scriptures that tell us so, and that's what would make it awesome. I wish the brother who's homeless and out of work and at his wit's end, I hope not in confident expectation, but I hope as that I wish that brother could grasp that someday the kingdom will be a reality. Yeah, he's in a spiritual kingdom. Yeah, we all, you'll hear me talk about eternal mind all the time. Yeah, we're citizens of heaven and that's great. It's always great on a good day, but on bad days, it's rough because it doesn't do a whole lot for us when we're down here. Does it really, really, it, it really does not because you're like, man, they're just killing us here. We are like sheep going to the slaughter. So it's great that it's, it's a, it's a spiritual kingdom. That's fantastic. But for right now, I'm going to the slaughter, Right. So this hope here is that the kingdoms of the world are all going to be subject to the kingdom of God. It, it's that great mystery of mysteries alluded to in Revelation 10, 7. Okay. In Revelation 10, 7, it says, but in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, remember, we're just reading here that the seventh angel just sounded in eleven fifteen. Well, in 10, 7, it says, but in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of God should be finished as he hath declared in his servants, the prophet. So now we're in chapter 11, verse 15, and that seventh angel is actually sounding. And what's the mystery? That mystery is now revealed to us. The mystery is that the kingdoms of this crappy ass planet this crappy ass society, this cosmology that we live in are, is now going to crumble. It's going to become one under the creator God and his Messiah. That's the mystery that's solved. The Lord himself mentioned this in John twelve thirty one. Here's what Messiah says recorded what he says. 
Now is the judgment of this world, this cosmos. He says, now shall the prince of this world, who's that? That's Lucifer. You call him Satan, call him the devil, call him Lucifer, call him whatever you want. It's the fallen one, the ultimate biblical narcissist. Now shall the prince of this world be cast out. So the judgment of the world and the casting out of Satan took place when? Way in the future or in the past? Well, Jesus said now is the judgment of this world. It happened at the crucifixion and at his resurrection. That's what happened. The voice of state, this has already occurred once and for all. It already happened. So up to this point, the book of Revelation is recording this, this prelude to God's judgment. Then from this point on, it records the judgment of God in all its power. Recently, spiritual attacks on innocent people have increased considerably. This is partly due to society's transformation into a satanic cult. Most people are clueless or hopeless in combating this spiritual mayhem. We wish to offer two good books to overcome these attacks. First, Demons in My Marriage Bed, a true story of spiritual warfare offers one of the most effective training systems in combating spiritual darkness in order to gain personal freedom. Second, Eyes to See Unseen Enemies teaches how to see the hidden dangers which are all around us, even in places we would least expect them. Both books can be purchased on Amazon.com as a paperback or ebook. It is our desire that you will take advantage of these opportunities to increase your effectiveness in spiritual warfare and learn how to fight back instead of being a victim. We'll see you on the battlefield. So, you know, we're like in a mop-up situation here. Christ has already got the power. He's ruling over over everything. But these 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 this rebellious this 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 evil world in rebellion and hatred towards God must be crushed. It, it, it he has to reign until all his enemies are made his footstool. All his enemies will be stepped on. Okay, and that's the process we're in. The stepping on of the enemies. But it doesn't make it easy for us most of the time. Though this message carries a consolation to us, it, it, it's hard. It's hard for the gal saying, I've been in a fog for the last three years. I can't get my head out of it. I can't seem to seem clear. I don't know. Pray for me. <clears throat> Have you tried to watch preachers on tv have you tried to listen to the mainstream guys have you tried to have your best life now have you tried that with joel it doesn't work it doesn't work when you're out of a job and you're homeless having your best life now by joel olstein does not friggin work Even if you go to a Bible-believing church and you, the, the, the pastor's preaching Bible, sometimes it's hard to reconcile that spiritual with your reality in a physical. Because we're just surrounded by crap constantly, 24-7, and it wears on you. And someday, those who destroy the earth, the morally wicked people, 
these lying sacks of government crap. Shall be destroyed. I can't wait. I can't wait. But there's so much I don't know. I don't know how it's going to happen, let alone when it's going to happen, what it looks like when it does happen. I can barely figure out how I'm how I'm supposed to live today. I can't even I can't even figure out. Hey God. Hey Father. What am I supposed to do right now? What exactly do I do besides just survive? What exactly, how am I supposed to live? How am I supposed to show your kindness and love to people that I can't stand? (laughs) They drive me nuts because I'm surrounded by stupidity. How in the heck am I supposed to let Christ shine when I look at that person and go, what an idiot. How, How do I do that? How does my spiritual then coincide with my physical? I don't know. And the same thing, the guy's asking, how do I do that when I'm out of work and I don't have a home? The girl's asking, how do I do that when I'm in a fog and I've been lied to and I'm so confused, I don't know what to do. How do I do that? I just keep mentioning those two because those are the ones that really pop up in my head. But I read just dozens and dozens of comments from Christians commenting on this guy's video saying, I'm in a world of hurt. Some of them like, you know, like Jesus come quickly. I'm just waiting for Jesus to return. Well, of course, because they want to escape. Do you want Jesus to return? So because you really do want the kingdom to, to be one under him and Baba, or you just want to escape from this crap hole. Well, most of us just want to escape. Let's face it. You know, death is an escape too, but none of us are running to, you know, you know, we can't wait till we die. In fact, we do the opposite. We're so afraid of death. You know, oh my God, COVID's going to kill us. Oh, we got to do this and do that. Oh, we got to wear rama because we're, we're afraid of dying. We're a bunch of hypocrites when it comes like that. Shouldn't be afraid of death. That's, what, that's the only time you're going to get free from this crap hole. There's no escaping. I mean, gee, I do this. They said do the same thing, man. Jesus could come today. He could, yeah, he could, you know, but the chances of me dying are a lot greater because <laughs> I got a hundred percent chance that I'm going to die at some point. <laughs> That's the escape. But someday with the consummation of history, and all of these idiots are going to be judged. The kingdoms of the world are going to be unified under Christ. I would imagine in a physical way, but it could be a spiritual way. I don't know. You know, it's a, it's a book of revelation. <laughs> so that's, that's the awesomeness of that. If you put your hope in that, if you can have confident expectation that that's going to happen and that all these governments, all these, these, these scientists, all these, these, these celebrities, all these, these, these people 
that are minions of a Luciferian system that all that's going to be put into, that's my confident hope. Well, I, I would live better having that hope than to not have it. Would go, and it's not going to do me any good not to have that because all that would lead us to despair. So I'll, I'll, can I prove it? No. Do you have faith in the scriptures? Yes. And that's all I can say. And maybe it's the wrong term to say. That's why it's awesome. But I think if you have a hopeful, hopeful expectation, if you have a hope in it, it could be an awesome hope that at some point we're going to be relieved of all this uh, suffering down here. Because that's what it is. We're never promised the best life now. We're not, we're never promised prosperity. We're promised comfort. We're promised redemption. We're promised eternal life. But you know, we are promised tribulation. We are promised persecution. We are promised troubles. And we're promised chastisement from the father if we go sideways because he loves us and he doesn't want us going sideways. And that chastisement could really hurt until you kind of figure it out. So you have all this stuff coming at you, man. Hey, the Christian life ain't in a life of, oh man, you know, so, so many people say it's, it's hard. It, it shouldn't be this. It's hard. It's supposed to be hard. How are you going to get sanctified? You got a, you got a horrible sinful nature. Your nature is, is Luciferian. It's Luciferian. You know, the other thing, do yourself a favor sometime, go on YouTube, type in narcissistic personality disorder. And you will find thousands of videos, thousands of different people are talking about this subject, narcissistic personality disorder. You know what that tells me? There's a huge problem in our society with Luciferian characters because the devil, Satan, is the ultimate narcissist. And when you look at people that have this personality disorder, they act just like Satan. They don't have any empathy for another human. They don't care about anything but themselves and their self-centered world and their little universe. They're pieces of crap and they will destroy you. If they're your parents, oh, God forbid, how is a little kid going to get away from a nut bucket that has a narcissistic personality disorder? And if you married one and you got kids by him, you're in for a long haul. Your best bet is to run across one that you can get rid of. You can walk away from. It's incredible. There are thousands of people doing videos and educating other people on the narcissist. Because people run into these, these crazy people and they don't know how to handle it because they don't understand what the personality disorder is. And once you get a handle of, of how they operate, 
well, then you're, you're armed to protect yourself from these people. But it is a shame that this society, and I imagine it's not just here in America, that it's globally, that people have become such narcissistic idiots. And a lot of it has to do with the education, but it also has to do with that stupid idiot pocket computer we walk around with and social media and all the stupid entertainment that we have that creates this, that created this environment for the spirit of Lucifer to indwell people, an anti-Christ, an anti-God spirit, and it's always anti-human because it'll destroy any other human as well as a human it possesses. I'm getting off topic here, but in a way I'm not. These are the kingdoms that have to be destroyed so that only be one kingdom under a righteous God. And until that day, protect yourself. <laughs> Watch some of these videos on narcissistic personality disorder. I am serious. Because if they come into your life, you're going to be screwed. Why did I start watching these videos? Because one came into our life. Yeah. My wife befriended one. And she was and is a pain in the arse. Yeah. Yeah. So I learned quite a bit from that. They're all over the place. Anyway. You guys take care, read on, hopefully uh, you find some hope in that scripture, someday it'll all be over, and uh, until then, you know, buck up and we got to deal with it. All right, God bless and talk to you next time.